Hello and welcome to this episode of the Telltales podcast. Today we have Sean Sell in who will be speaking about the learning glass here at Portsmouth University. Hi, my name is Sean Sell. I'm a senior educational technologist in the technology enhanced learning team. Uh, I lead on content capture at the university and the administration of the Panopto system, which we rolled out about two years ago. I also talk on a senior level about the staff and student content capture policies and try to ensure precise communication and clarity about the main messages from it. Uh, I also lead the eLearn team, which is responsible for Moodle assessment systems such as Turnitin and other technology-enhanced learning tools, which basically means I deal with students, lecturers, administrators, all the stakeholders at the university on a daily basis. That sounds brilliant, Sean. So could you tell us a little bit about what Learning Glass is and what the benefits are? Learning Glass is a piece of hardware which allows the lecturer to better connect with the audience and the viewer. To describe it, it's a large pane of clear glass that is light contained within it. The light effectively creates internal reflections, which makes any writing on the glass using special neon pens pop um, or be brightly defined on it. Uh, We then record in the same way we would record any Panopto video, um, but what we do is in post-production, we flip that video uh, 180 before returning it back to the content creator. There's no real fancy recording or editing that takes place because our main aim is to make it as straightforward for the academic to use and to get that material back to them the same day or as quickly as possible so that it can be checked, edited and ultimately shared with the students as soon as the lecturer sees fit. As well as making the written content clear, um, it also makes use of various principles such as the gaze guidance principle and dynamic drawing principle, uh, which was referenced in Mayer's 2020 publication about the ways to increase the effectiveness of instructional video, uh, which to loosely summarise states that people learn better from a a video lecture where gaze is not fully on the audience and equally not solely on the writing. It's split between the two. And also the audience sees the speaker looking at the various uh, talk content. So they're modelling that practice to the viewer. So the viewer looks at the content written on the glass. Also, with the lecturer writing as they're recording the video, they're taking the the viewer on a journey of that written concept. So this was proven to be more engaging than just talking over pre-constructed content such as a PowerPoint slide. Sean, that sounds amazing. So how do you create engaging and interactive learning experiences using Learning Glass? And there, there must be some kind of best practices for doing so. The opportunities for the learning glass are only limited, really, by the academic's own ideas. Some of the best content I've seen is not anything specifically new, um, but actually breathes new life into old concepts or models that have perhaps previously been presented in a very dry or static way or shared via PDFs. 
Um, only last week, I was working with some mathematicians that were creating about 20 one to two minute videos just covering basic concepts, showing some of their, their rules and principles. They wanted to specifically address misconceptions and gaps in knowledge that were holding back higher order learning. Um, so the idea that was that they would create this as a, a great exam revision resource. In terms of best practice, the content itself needs to be really clear. There's no need to fill the board and the writing itself should enhance or signpost the words that are being said. Videos themselves need to be short. It is recommended that six minutes is about the maximum. There's no reason why multiple chunked videos can't be used to make up that more developed content or content that would traditionally be delivered over half an hour or an hour. Visual concepts are strong on the board, such as graphs, but also anything that's traditionally done on a visualizer where methodology is crucial. Other tips I would suggest is establishing a clear context for the viewer. I often joke about starting uh, with a clear purpose and ending with a smile, just so they know when the video starts and finishes. And also wearing appropriate clothing that would neither distract or disappear behind the written text. But some of these principles would apply across the board for good content capture videos, rather than being learning glass exclusive. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Sean. Um, so you've already spoken about the mathematicians that you worked with, but do you have some examples of successful learning outcomes um, that you've seen uh, academics use with Learning Glass? And how do you really measure that effectiveness of using Learning Glass versus a, a traditional Panopto video? In terms of successful learning outcomes, it's difficult to say at this stage in its release beyond positive feedback from staff and students. Our position at the minute has been to demonstrate proof of concept and to open different faculty's eyes up to the possibility of using this to create content in the hope that faculties themselves will invest not only in the technology itself to buy one, but also buy into the, the good principles of creating content capture. Um, using the example I previously gave, there can be a direct comparison with the previously supplied dry resources, but we can also look at the results of assessments on a summative way and look into the viewing metrics, not just to see elements such as number of views, but we can look specifically at how many unique viewers there have been and how many times they re-watch the material to understand those concepts. That sounds really interesting. So what's the reaction been from academics that have come in and used the learning glass? Academics have largely been very supportive of it, and it does have that wow factor. Our biggest battle is with the time pressures they're under. As with other content catcher, there's often the misconception that it takes additional time to create and put out content when there's already not enough hours in the day for them. It's really our aim to try and shift that culture and show how effective content capture, not just learning glass, can save time and enhance learning, which is why we are specifically focusing on ease of use. You literally come in, 
you present your content and you go without having to worry about the setup or the technical side. We have a number of academics that have a play and have some great ideas. But what we want to do is convert these great ideas into a tangible resource that can be used and reused in years to come. So, Sean, looking ahead, this Learning Glass project has lots of potential. Where would you like to see it go? We're going to have a marketing push and scale up the publication of the software, having softly been using word of mouth where we've ironed out all the technical kinks and we've tried to make it really produce the best quality videos possible and we're really getting there now. Um, Once Learning Glass videos are established and are being used in a number of different faculties in different contexts, we will look to the next phase which will use a piece of additional kit, which will flip the video in real time, which would then allow us to do live streams and zooms using the learning glass. There is also software that enables users to virtually project images onto the recorded screen so that the lecturer can talk about graphics that are not physically on the glass, a bit like a weather reporter would. But I think before we really innovate, I would like to help breathe new life into modules that want to improve the quality of their provision on Moodle and have it become a staple part of teaching at the University of Portsmouth. So if any academics are listening uh, at the moment here, how do they get in touch with you and book a session to record on the learning glass? They can certainly... Email the TEL team on elearn.port.ac.uk and I will liaise with them to find a mutually convenient time for them to come to use our central space. If you've got any questions, please feel free to get in touch. We're always open to having further conversations and chats about how this technology could be used. Thank you very much, Sean, and it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the Telltales podcast today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Telltales podcast. Please do check out the Telltales blog, which can be found at telltales.port.ac.uk. You can also follow us on our social media channels at Portsmouth on both Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget you can subscribe to our podcast here, but also for major music streaming platforms such as Apple Music and Spotify. Additional information about our shows can be found written within our show notes. We thank you for listening and look forward to seeing you next time.